Welcome back to another episode of the Fanboy MMA Podcast. On the 11th episode, I will be talking about Ben Askren's retirement. BKFC continues its circus. A terribly accurate quote from Israel Adesanya about John Jones. A women's title fight was just made and what it can lead to. And Habib only wants two fights. And in the final bell, it gets fucking personal. Let's go. All right, we'll start with Ben Askren. Um, he he retired over the week. Over the week, um, his UFC career didn't pan out the way that many thought it would, or that what how his career had built up to his UFC debut. His UFC debut, um, he went, he won, he did win his UFC de- debut against Robbie Lawler. Uh, he beat him at, he beat him with a bulldog choke. But f- before the bulldog choke, he got slammed on his head. It was a vicious slam. He came back from it. He put he put a bulldog choke on Robbie Lawler, who is, his nickname is ruthless for a reason. He is a fucking beast. So, Ben Askren's debut was a fun one, but then his second fight in the UFC, he lost to Jorge Masvidal in three seconds with one of the Kate, one of the knockouts of the year, if not the knockout of the year. Um, that that knee uh, hit very hard. He got laid out, and it was the quickest knockout in UFC history. Um, but go, but leading up to his UFC debut, um, Ben Eskren was a champion in Bellator and in one, then the UFC and one, um, came to an agreement to trade a trade in MMA, I guess, um, to trade their champions to each other uh ben Askren was the one champion uh demetrius johnson was the ufc champion they flip-flopped demetrius johnson is now in one ben Askren is now in the ufc and now ben Askren is retired but what's sad is ben Askren will probably be remembered his career will probably be remembered not for being a champion in MMA as far as uh, a Bellator and a one champion but his his career will will probably be remembered for that flash knockout from Jorge Masvidal um, he, he's more than that he's actually a really good fighter he's entertaining in the cage and outside of the cage he might be a curly-headed flip-flop wearing dad bod champion, but he was a champion in MMA. Maybe not in the UFC, and he didn't show his full potential in the UFC, unfortunately. I think age probably caught up to him. I think uh, the I think the opponents caught up to him. He, I mean, Robbie Lawler. 
is a bad match for anybody. Jorge Masvidal, at this point in his career, is a bad matchup for anybody. Damian Maya is a bad matchup for anybody because of his jujitsu. I think that Ben Askren will be is better than what he will be remembered as in the as far as in the UFC. He will be remembered as that the flash knockout guy. But when you look at his his whole career, he's better than that. And unfortunately, I don't think he'll be remembered that way. It's unfortunate. But that's just the way the MMA works now. That's how combat sports work. It's all about what is happening right now. <clears throat> um, another guy who... Another guy who uh, has decided to call it a career, possibly, um, Luke Rockhold. He was a decent fighter with a soft chin and a pretty face. Um, He got his jaw jacked a few times. He's more of the look like Tarzan, fought like Jane type. He wasn't like a world beater. He was decent. He He was pretty good in strike force. Um, he's okay. He was he was a good fighter. He, uh, much like Van Askren, he was a good fighter. Just wasn't like UFC top level greatness. But who is? There's not many. Um, these guys, if they do retire for good, I think Van Askren for sure is retired. Um, he has a lot going on outside of his fighting. He's a wrestling coach. He has gyms. Um, he he does he does things inside of the sport. Whereas Rockhold, uh, he's a model. He's a pretty face. Um, with a, I mean he's he's a model. So he's got that going for him. Ben Askren will be missed fighting Luke Rockhold I don't think he will be I don't think he will be but Ben Askren definitely will be alright so uh, the BKFC Bare Knuckle Fighting Championships announced that the Iranian Hulk will fight for them in 2020 um, he will headline a card called World War Three. It's America versus Iran. Um, this is a fucking mess. This is more for clicks and hype rather than fighting. This guy doesn't... We've never seen him fight. He was set to have a fight in KSW against a bodybuilder that never came to fruition never happened um he's like a photoshop he's he's a meme he's a gif he's a a massive man but we've never seen him fight so we don't even know what he's about we don't we don't know what he is about as far as as far as um fighting skills go we don't know anything about him really we just think that he's just like a he's a big man 
he doesn't he doesn't like we don't we don't know anything about him at all other than he's from Iran and that he's other than that he's from Iran and that he's massive that's it that's literally all that we know about him I think this is more for the clicks and the hype from bare knuckle fighting championships we don't know anything about this man he looks like Larry the Lobster he looks like when Popeye eats the spinach he bulks up and he becomes this big dude you know with these muscles and stuff that's what that's what this Iranian Hulk guy looks like this isn't about fighting this is about hype and clicks that's it that is it I'm not into it I would rather watch Logan Paul versus KSI all day than this shit moving on to Israel Adesanya uh, he threw out a quote about John John Jones that was straight fire made complete sense here is the quote you have to understand the culture of the internet and John Jones doesn't he's young He's only like a year older than me, but he's old. He's like an old man. He's like a suburban dad, which he actually, which he is actually. So he doesn't get it. That's a pretty accurate quote from Adesanya about John Jones. He is young, but he's old. He's been around the fight game forever. He's a dad. And he doesn't understand social media as well as Israel Adesanya does. What fighter does? Not many. Israel Adesanya is very good at what he does. That's self-promotion. And that is understanding of the fans and what they want. But that doesn't mean that John Jones, the old man, won't bring the fight to him because he absolutely will. John Jones does not back down from anybody. It doesn't matter who it is. Imagine if John Jones brought the pop culture back to Izzy, posting memes and gifts. Israel Adesanya would. I think he would enjoy it. I think that he would laugh about it because that's who he is. That's his sense of humor. But it would light a fire under his ass. He would go after John Jones hard. That is his territory. You don't fucking do that to him. That's what he does to people. He's the guy who likes anime. He's the guy. Who likes to come out to hip-hop and have a great entrance to the to the cage that gets people hyped he's that guy you don't turn shit around on him Israel Adesanya will he has become a, a an MMA icon as far as MMA icons go he's building his brand right now 
and he is he has John Jones in his sight he wants to fight him in 2021 this fight is marinating but they keep talking shit to each other so it's like marinating in the right way it gets people talking I'm talking about a quote that he said to John Jones right now on my podcast neither of them are fighting they're not even close to fighting but it makes me want to see that fight I want to see that fight I want to see Israel Adesanya and John Jones fight they're two of the best why wouldn't I as far as super fights go that is a super fight Israel Adesanya versus John Jones that could sell out Cowboy Stadium 100,000 people that could that fight could sell that stadium out we might get it eventually I don't know it's possible I guess we'll see but I hope until I hope until they do make that fight I hope Israel Adesanya and John Jones keep going back and forth It's good for the it's good for MMA and it's good for the fighters and it's great for the fans. It's fun. I want to see that fight. I hope y'all do too. Moving on to Valentina Shevchenko. She uh, will be taking on Caitlin Chukasian. She'll be putting her strap on the line against Caitlin Chukasian on February 8th don't know where don't know if it's a UFC pay-per-view or if it's fight night we just know the, the fighters and we know the date um, this fight was the right fight to make right now I don't think that it will be thrilling but I think it will be good I think it will be a decent fight um, Caitlin Chikajian is a volume striker whereas Shevchenko is a counter striker so it could be fun uh, Caitlin Chikajian puts on the pressure uh, she, and she actually is quite accurate with her strikes so she has, she has a puncher's chance and what what do we like the most as MMA fans and upset what if Caitlin Chikajian the striker the volume striker outclasses Valentina Shevchenko and gets the upset that would be one of the biggest upsets in MMA history because Shevchenko will be a heavy heavy favorite going into this fight I think that Shevchenko probably wins by decision. I think it does go to decision. But I would not be surprised if Caitlin Chikajian puts it on Shevchenko, brings her volume striking, and wins. Would I be surprised? I take it back. Yes, I would be surprised, but I wouldn't be shocked. I wouldn't be like, 
holy fuck that is the upset of the the year well it might be the upset of the year too but but it's not Buster Douglas knocking out Mike Tyson it's not the Jorge Masvidal knee to Ben Askren shock it would be different Caitlin Chikajian is a number one contender. She has the right to have this fight. And now, now she gets the championship title title fight. That's what they fight for. They fight to get to the title. Caitlin Chikajian, it's on her now. But what if Valentina Shevchenko wins? What if she beats Caitlin Chikajian? And next month, what if Amanda Nunes beats Jermaine Durandamy at UFC 245? What if those wins set up a trilogy fight between Amanda Nunes and, and Valentina Shevchenko at International Fight Week? It would be their third time fighting. And it would definitely be a super fight. They've changed since their fights. Both of them. Amanda Nunes is a double champion right now in the UFC. Shevchenko is a dominant UFC champion. We might see Amanda Nunes versus Valentina Shevchenko in 2020 sometime. MMA God's willing, we see that fight. That is an absolute great fight, a super fight in MMA. Moving on to Habib Nurmagomedov. Um, he wants Tony Ferguson and then GSP. Here's a quote from Rizvan Megamedov, the president of Dominance MMA in Russia. Our opponent is definitely Tony Ferguson. There's not another name that deserves it. We wanted the GSP fight, but GFC, GSP didn't get along with the UFC. For this reason, our only and most valuable option is Ferguson. If UFC and GSP can negotiate, we want to meet GSP after the Ferguson fight. So that so they Habib Nurmagomedov wants Tony Ferguson, and then if he beats Tony Ferguson, he wants GSP. So is that the fifth time the charm? Getting Habib and Ferguson it to fight? Fuck, wrap them up in a bubble. Put them in a bubble. Don't let them out until weigh-ins. Have them escorted to the weigh-ins and out of the weigh-ins until they fight, until they get into the cage. Their walkout 
have them be in the bubble all the way through the walkout, climbing up into the cage until Bruce Buffer says their names. The referee says the fight will start. That's when they are taken out of the bubble. We need to see this fight. If we don't see this fight, it will be one of those fights that are looked at as one of the ones that we missed out on in MMA history. Probably the top fight in MMA history that we missed out on because of injuries, because of fluke shit. Now's the time. They have to make this fight. They absolutely have to make this fight now. The fans want this fight. There isn't a fight in MMA that the fans want more than this. It needs to happen. It absolutely needs to go down. Hopefully in 2020, we get to see Habib Nurmagomedov versus Tony Ferguson. And then we can start talking about GSP. Habib has said in the past how much he looks up to GSP as a fighter. He clearly wants that fight. He knows that GSP is one of the best ever, if not the, the best ever. He knows what he knows what a fight against GSP is. He knows what it brings, and he absolutely knows what a win against George St. Pierre would mean to his career. He would go down as one of the best ever if he beats Tony Ferguson, Conor McGregor, Tony Ferguson, and GSP. But the ball is in the UFC and George St. Pierre's hands. They need to come into an agreement. And that's all. If Habib Nurmagomedov beats Tony Ferguson, fuck, Tony Ferguson might be the might be the guy and then we probably won't see GSP ever again so for the UFC they want Nurmagomedov and Ferguson to fight they want Nurmagomedov to win that fight they want Nurmagomedov to call GSP out get GSP out of retirement they want that fight that's a massive fight That's huge for MMA. That's a big one. That is a super fight. Another super fight. Imagine Habib Nurmagomedov versus George St. Pierre. Two of the best ever. We'll see. We will see. Alright, the final bell. This is where it gets kind of personal for me. My Twitter account was suspended over the weekend. I received a DMCA notice uh, in the middle of the night. I woke up and my Twitter account was suspended. Uh, If you don't know what DMCA means, it's digital millennium copyright act that means that if you get flagged it's copyright you get flagged and you get one notice you get a notice um, 
and possible suspension of your account. I'm, am I mad? Yeah, I'm actually more disappointed. Um, I walk a line and it bit me in the ass. That's just, that's who I am as a person. I uh, bend rules. I'm a rule breaker. Uh, And I walk the fine line. Sometimes I go over, this time I did, and it bit me in the ass. Um, What? The biggest problem that I have, and it has nothing to do with my account being shut down, and there have been many accounts that have been shut down because of this. I'm not the first and I won't be the last. Um, I think that fight promotions should let clips, fight clips be shown on social media openly without giving uh, DMCA notices. Uh, the the clip that I that I sent out was um, from over the weekend was from um, bare knuckle fighting championship. They uh, the Artem Lobov and Jason Knight fight. It was a five second clip, and my account got shut down. Um, I think that fight promotions should absolutely absolutely let people put clips up. Why not? It brings eyes, more eyes, to their fights and to their promotion. Why wouldn't they? Why wouldn't they? Use social media as an outlet, as a platform. Let people post clips. Take advantage of social media reach. Who knows? Some of my followers might not be watch not might not follow you but they're seeing that clip and they're entertained by it who knows if they'll go back and watch you again with that said i'm out i want to thank each and every one of you who listened to this podcast i know there are so many options out there and some are great I'm just an MMA fanboy like the rest of you, and I'm here to talk about the sport I love so much. Until next time, enjoy the fights. Peace.